Welcome everybody to Whale Talks Wrestling episode 109. We're here to talk about the big show. Uh, no, not Paul White. Uh, AW Cross New Japan. Cross Times, I don't know. Uh, Forbidden Door. Uh, the cursed show that is Forbidden Door. We're going to get right into it now. It turned out to be a very fun show. Some questionable decisions, but a uh, fun show overall. So yes, AW versus New Japan. I have been waiting for this moment forever. Um, I really hope this is a once a year pay-per-view. I feel like uh, once a year, there's infinite matches we can make. Especially this card didn't provide a lot of those dream, dream matches that I wanted. You know, and one of them got canceled. So, let's get right into it. Uh, we got four matches on the pre-show to talk about. Usually, I wouldn't give a fuck, but a couple of New Japan guys were on. Aaron Solo and QT Marshall of The Factory versus Yoshihashi and uh, Goto. Uh, this is good shit. Uh, this is fun. Uh, Marshall definitely had his working shoes on today. He was doing some good stuff. Goto smacks the hell out of QT. Uh, Yoshi comes in with a hot tag, clearing house. Uh, Goto with the Hiroshi Garoshi, uh, super kick combo. And then, uh, GTR Spinebuster combo for the win. Yoshihashi and Goto get the win here, obviously. Uh, there was a time where, um, QT went for the Sasuke special and, uh, or a QT special, and it looked pretty rough. I know he doesn't do the move a lot, but he's really got to watch out for that shit, man. Some dangerous shit right there. Like, legit, oh my god, he almost busted his ass, but this was fun. This was fun. Uh, then we get the added match of Nick Camarado versus Lance Archer. I love how Archer is representing New Japan, even though he's in AEW. I'm telling you, he should have never left New Japan. He would have probably been world champion by now. Uh, big boot by Archer. Both guys going at it, big boy style. Uh, Archer with a choke slam hits the old school tight uh, the rope walk into the moon salt. Archer finally is able to get him up for the blackout for the win. This is good stuff. Camarado is very impressive too, man. It sucks that they did nothing with this guy when he had this little momentum. Uh, Camarado legit gorilla pressed Archer from a standing position and kept him there for a good while. That was pretty dope. Then we get Swerve in our glory versus El Desperado or Kanaramaru. Uh, freaking, I really wish Despy had, they should have just made this one-on-one with him and Swerve. They they did 99% of the match and it was so good. Uh, numero dos by Despy early. Uh, aiming for Keith Lee's leg. That is the story of this match is destroying Keith Lee's leg. Uh, Swerve and uh, Kanaramaru do some cool stuff. Uh, freaking, um... Like I said, they're going for Keith Lee's leg again. A brain buster by Swerve. Then a Rolling Thunder flatliner for a near fall. Uh, freaking, uh, then uh, Lee finally comes in. Swerve does that cool thing where he super kicks Desperado out of the ring. But Desperado is hanging on by his feet. Such a great spot. Uh, Big Bang Catastrophe, the BBC for the win. And Swerve in our glory seems to be back on page. But I don't think this tag team's going to last too long. I don't think at all. Uh, LA Dojo Boys versus the Ass Boys and the Acclaimed. Um, so, the Ass Boys get distracted and go backstage because uh, Dan Housen plays the ass, this Ass Boy song that he made for them. They absolutely lose their mind. They go back there. So, you would think, oh, shit, LA Dojo's going to win. Nope. So, uh, Max Caster is on his own getting destroyed. 
Then Billy Gunn comes in. Billy Gunn, I kid you not, beats the whole entire LI Dojo by himself. Which is whatever, they're young boys. But damn, I thought that was kind of fucked. I was like, God damn, Billy Gunn, bro. Billy's awesome, though. Uh, Billy Gunn takes them all out. Famous, sir. The one and only. He hit the one and only. That was pretty fucking dope. Uh, yeah. And uh, tags in uh, Mac Caster for the mic drop. And that's it right there. That's the pre-show. Uh, fun overall. Got some good stuff in there. But now let's get to the main card. We got Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara. Which is Unimo Shooter. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Wheeler Uter. Uh, Yuta starts the match off with a seven German suplexes to Jericho. What the fuck? What a start. Uh, Shooter is whooping Jericho's ass in the corner. Suzuki and Kingston uh, challenge each other to a battle. They start chopping the living fuck out of each other. Uh, none of them go down for the chops, but then Suzuki knocks out Kingston with a stiff forearm. One shot. Uh, Shooter is then going nuts once again. Shooter was the fucking highlight of this match, and he was also the one being showcased the most, and I was very happy about that. I firmly believe uh, Shooter is going to be a big-time main eventer for them. Like, I'm talking about... Like, you know, like when Sonata elevates himself, when Shooter gets there, uh, Hiromu, when all those guys end up going to the main event, it's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be great. Uh, fucking, uh, perfect plex by, oh, <laughs> perfect plex by Shooter on Sammy Guevara for a near fall. Uh, Saito by Eddie Kingston. Uh, Sammy Guevara hits the Cody Cutter for a near fall. Uh, then a big splash by Uter. Uh, that gets broken up. Codebreaker doesn't get the thing. Uh, go to hell on Uter on the outside. Uh, then Shooter comes in, hits a satellite DDT, does not let go, and then hits a brain buster on Chris Jericho. I really thought that was it. That was a very, very nice well placed near fall. Uh, Shooter is trying to get out of the walls of Jericho. He forces himself out, and then he locks in the walls of Jericho. That gets a big pop. Uh, Suzuki destroys Eddie Kingston with a Suzuki power driver. So Shooter's going nuts. He starts celebrating and then he eats a Judas effect for the win. Obviously, the Heelers are going to win because this was an advantage for Blood and Guts next week. Uh, obviously, you never give the advantage to the babyfaces in a Blood and Guts match or, you know, um, the, what do you call it? Uh, War Games. War Games! But this was such a fun match. Definitely one of my favorite matches of the night. Great O'Con and Jeff Cobb, aka Great O, uh, how do I call it? Great O'Cobb versus FTR and Rapungi Vice. I really knew FTR was going to win this match, obviously. But I really wanted Rapungi Vice to win, man. I felt like it would have been a great moment for them. Uh, Dax might have gotten injured, but it was part of the story. Sidewander suplex by Cobb, and then it hits a brain buster for a near fall. Draping drop kick into the gobstopper knee by the Rapungi Vice. I'm just glad Rapungi Vice is back, man. Uh, they go, uh, you know, they hit the double knee special. Uh, Dax comes back out. Uh, Dax then hits four German suplexes. Uh, double superplex combo to Jeff Cobb and then a big splash by Cash. So the tower power combo for a near fall. Uh, Storm Zero by Rapungi Vice. Uh, then the big rig out of nowhere for the win. New IWGP World Tag Team Champion. So now FTR is the IWGP World Champions, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, and the AAA AAA 
uh, freaking tag team champions. They might as well just win the Impact ones too at this fucking point. Uh, this is all definitely setting up for FTR probably taking the titles off the Bucks for sure. Uh, then we get Miro versus Malachi Black versus Clark Connors versus Pack for the All Atlantic Championship. Uh, this is a very very fun match. Too much to call. Uh, moonsault to Miro by Malachi. Uh, we get another. We get a sidewinder slam by Miro. You know, he tosses him around. Uh, Pac is going nuts. For, hits a spaceman plancha on the outside. Uh, freaking uh, Pac uh, is hitting his comeback. And you know how he does that rebound German. He dumps Malachi Black right on his neck, his head. Like, I kid you not, the top of his head. I thought he was dead. So then Clark Connors comes in and dumps Malachi on his head right after that again. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Uh, Malachi gets a table. Uh, Clark put a spear through the table to Miro. Uh, it's so weird seeing Miro and Pac working together after, you know, Miro basically said he would never work for him in his whole life. Uh, so Clark spears the fuck out of uh, Miro through a table. Machka kick and then game over. Uh, Pac refuses to tap. The, I think this is the longest anyone's ever held on the game over. Uh, freaking Malachi comes in. He missed pa- uh, Miro in the face while he has the game over locked in. Uh, freaking Pac then hits a 450 splash while Malachi and Clark Connors are fighting in a submission predicament. Uh, he locks in the brutalizer. Clark Connors taps in immediately. And uh, the first time All Atlantic champ pack. Uh, this was a great match. Fantastic showcase for Clark, Clark Connors. Like, I know I wish they could have put someone with a bigger name on there, but I'm okay. Because this is an up and coming guy. He's great. He looks great. His shit looks good. I'm definitely glad he got, you know, he got people chanting for him. He definitely did really good in this match. I thought he had an excellent showing here. Uh, and like I said, Pac, I really thought this was Miro's title to win. It's pretty much made for him. But Pac deserved it, dude. Pac's been working since day one in AEW here. The guy is fucking great. Uh, the Dudes of Attitude, Shingo Takagi, Darby and Sting versus Young Bucks and ELP, El Fantasmo. Another match plagued by the injury bug uh, because Hiromu Takahashi was supposed to be in this match. And honestly, next to Okada, Shingo and Hiromu were probably tied for the people I wanted to see the most. Uh, Hiromu ended up catching a fever, and they would not let him even come to the United States. But this match was actually really fun, too. Uh, Sting attacks them in their the heels in their entrance. They're over here looking for Sting. Because Sting was coming out. Nobody came out. Sting is insane. The man is 63, 64 years old. He jumps off the fucking entranceway. Dives on all of them. Uh, freaking uh, ELP does his fucking famous back break where he takes 10 years to do it. Uh, code Red by Darby. He sneaks out of there for a near fall. Uh, Shingo comes in. Twisting snap suplex by Shingo for a near fall. Uh, the ELP is trying to get some offense. We got a pop-up Death Valley driver by Shingo. And a Yukon Lariat for a near fall. Uh, double super kick to Sting, but he no-sells. Uh, everyone's going crazy, everyone's having their shit, we get Thunderkiss 86 splash, then the rope walk moonsault, then the triple super kick to Sting, he finally sells that one, double, double scorpion death drop to both Young Bucks, uh, freaking, uh, Johnny Cage nut punch by, um, El Fantasmo, 
uh, fucking Phantasmo then uh, tries to give Sting the good old nipple twister, but it's not working. Sting no sells that shit. Uh, freaking then Shingo comes in, pumping Bonner, goes for the Made in Japan, ends up switching it mid-gear to the last of the dragon. That was sick. Uh, I fucking love Shingo, dude. He's the best. And yeah, this was such a fun match. And it's so sad because imagine Hiromu in this match. It would have been even funner. Uh, backstage, Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society are talking uh, to Shooter. And they're like, hey, kid, you're really fucking good. You really impressed us. Because they played a video package going back a long time ago where um, Shooter's dad, uh, Red Shoes Unime or whatever the fuck. I think that's his name. Uh, Jericho ends up attacking Shooter as a young boy and his dad. So the whole match was kind of built around him trying to beat his ass. And Moxley was supposed to be in the match. Remember, Moxley is Shooter's dad, basically. So uh, Jericho ends up fireballing Shooter. And honestly, you pretty much have a Wrestle Kingdom match there. Jericho versus Shooter. Jericho can put over Shooter. That's the big deal. I feel like that's the fucking way to go. I, uh, I just feel like that's that's money right there. Uh, then we get a Tony Storm or Stunder Rosa. Uh, Rosa's doing a lot of gold dust offense. Uh, we get a stunner for a near fall by Rosa. Uh, Tony starts fighting back in some German, some slams, some stuff, some good strikes here. Uh, we get the crazy hip attack by Tony Storm in the corner. Legit, she has to have next to Umenge, Umaga, the greatest hip attack I've ever seen. It always looks vicious. Uh, fucking, uh, Thunder Driver by Rosa, but, uh, Tony Storm actually kicks out. I'm pretty sure she's the first one to kick out of that shit. Uh, Rosa ends up winning with Dustin Rhodes, uh, final cut. I still call it Schizophrenic when he was Black Rain, because I still thought that was, like, the coolest fucking name for that shit. Fucking Schizophrenic. But, yeah, Rosa, uh, like I said, this was a solid win. Rosa's not ready to drop the title yet, even though she's kind of a... You know, I, she's better than Britt Baker to me already, uh, as at least match quality-wise. You know what I mean? All Britt did was talk shit. So, i I rather keep Thunder Rosa. Tony Storm would have been a fantastic champion, but it's just way too soon. Uh, we get the probably the match of the night here. It is Will Ospreay with the United Empire versus Orange Cassidy. This was supposed to be... Will Ospreay versus Andrade. Like, no disrespect. I love Orange Cassidy. This match was fucking great. It was probably the best match on the show. But damn, we got robbed at not getting Andrade versus fucking anybody on this pay-per-view. Not even this match. Just Andrade not on the pay-per-view is a fucking crime. That hurt, man. So we get Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, Ospreay starts it off in control. Yakuza kick right to the face. Of Orange Cassidy. He's powering him up. Gets him up for the UFO backbreaker. I love that fucking move. Especially Cassidy, how he sold it. He was spinning right after he still hit it. Uh, freaking phenomenal forearm to the back of the head by Osprey. Osprey starts Kawada kicking um, freaking Cassidy. Cassidy reverses it. Then he starts doing the shitty Kawada kicks to Osprey. And, you know, his are barely working. This pisses off Osprey. Osprey. He gets a couple strikes in. Then finally, Orange Cassidy wakes up and he starts really kicking Kawada, kicking the fuck out of him. Uh, we get a Mitsunoku driver. Orange Cassidy probably has the best Mitsunoku driver I've ever seen. It was fucking incredible. He hits a Mitsunoku driver for a near fall. Uh, hits a top rope DDT for another near fall. Osprey cuts him off with a one man Spanish fly. 
Finally, Osprey traps him in the corner. Chicky Nando's kick. Uh, freaking Osprey showing off way too much. He's uh looking in his pockets, shoving in the middle finger. Beach break and a two point nine 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 nine. Like I kid you not, I really thought he won this match. Osprey with the ox cutter for a near fall. Finally hits the hidden. He's been looking for the hidden blade the whole match. Hits the hidden blade. Fucking Orange Cassidy kicks out and the place lost their shit. Picks him up. Stormbreaker. Done. I really don't understand why the Stormbreaker is the kill move. I understand the Stormbreaker looks dope and no one I think is kicked out of it. But the Hidden Blade is godlike, bro. Especially when he called it the guillotine back in the day. The Hidden Blade needs to be the kill move. Like, I was even happy when he started beating people with it. But, like, you should not be letting people kick out of the Hidden Blade. Let him kick out the Stormbreaker. The Stormbreaker is just a fucking neckbreaker. It looks dope as shit, but it's just a neckbreaker. Like, the Hidden Blade needs to be protected. So, this gets even fucking better. And I, this is the part where, this is why this is my favorite match of the night. It also comes with Afterback. So, Aussie Open is trying to take out Orange Cassidy. Where Punky Vice comes out, they get the shit beat out of them. They come in limping, so they're already in a hard shape. Then Shibata's music hits, and I couldn't believe it. Shibata is the last person I thought would be on the show. Wow. I love this dude, man. I popped so huge. I leaped out of my seat, and I was like, what the fuck? I was going crazy. Shibata comes out, beats the living shit out of Ozzy Open, beats the fuck out of Osprey. Then he has a stare down. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy offers a peace offering, gives them the sunglasses, and they chill out. And there is a Shibata with the Orange Cassidy sunglasses with the thumbs up. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck, bro? Shibata on the fucking show. That was awesome. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Daniel Bryan's Ryan Danielson's hand-picked opponent. And we get pretty much what I expected. And I've been calling for this man to be part of the Freaking back Blackpool Combat Club since day one. It is Claudio Castanoli, Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro is trying to have the score. I love his theme, by the way. It sounds like a fucking Dragon Ball Z Budokai theme. So that's fucking dope. Cesaro is trying to do the squash match from fucking 2K. He uppercuts the living fuck out of Zack Sabre Jr. Hits the neutralizer. Uh, freaking does. Zack Sabre Jr. kicks out and rolls out immediately. Uh, we get just uppercuts and a great technical wrestling match here this was awesome a big delayed suplex by uh cesaro to zach saber jr zach then finally starts doing his thing he destroys a cesaro's arm he's pretty much breaking that thing apart the whole time cesaro fights back hits an irish curse backbreaker hits three of them actually shout out to sheamus uh, big gut wrench from the top rope by Cesaro. He finally gets a swing, but remember, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. has been aiming at that arm for about 10 minutes now. So he lets the swing go early. Uh, Zack gets him on his knees and he starts kicking the living shit out of him. Call him a dickhead and all this shit. Cesaro fights back. Big Swiss death uppercut. Then a roaring European uppercut. Hooks him up for the Ricola Bomb. Gets the win. I did not think the Ricola Bomb would be the finish he would do. I would have just used Swiss Death as a finish because it looks great. And, like, Swiss Death shouldn't be a fucking setup move. But, hey, 
I do love the Ricola. I love the Ricola bomb. So I, I, it's whatever. But yeah, this is a great match. I really, really thought Zack Saber Jr. was gonna get the win here. Honestly, I know that's weird, but I really thought like since you know the the heels are probably gonna lose in blood and guts, I really thought Cesaro wouldn't win this match. But okay. Uh, four-way for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Adam Cole, Bebe versus Jay White versus Hangman Adam Page and Kazuchika Okada. Uh, this was another really fun match that got ruined by the ending. Uh, double suplex on the stage to Hangman. Uh, Hangman's going nuts. Uh, freaking anti-air superkick mid-moonsault to Hangman. Sorry, guys. People can say whatever they want about Adam Cole, but he is the best at Catching somebody in midair with something. He's the best at it. Uh, flying crossbody to the outside by Okada. Uh, Saito to Okada by Jay White. Takes back control. Cole attacks Jay with a backstab. He finally betrays him. And then a brain buster to the knee for a near fall. Jay starts fighting back with big strikes. Flatliner. Uh, deadlift German. Sambo plex to freaking Adam Cole by Jay. Uh, Taz sleeper plex, sleeper plex to the neck to everybody in the match. Uh, pop up powerbomb by Hangman for a near fall. Hits the rite of passage or the dead eye, whatever you want to call it. The rite of passage is cooler uh, for a near fall. Buckshot to Jay White, but Okada makes the save. Okada starts hitting all his offense, taking control. Big boots, jacuzzi kicks, uh, strikes all over. Uh, Okada hits scoop slam, uh, fucking big Shawn Michaels elbow drop. Uh, Cole hits a super kick on every fucking person. Hits about three or four on Okada. Then Jay, then Okada picks up Adam Cole, hits a Mitsunoku driver, and then out of nowhere, Jay White sneaks in and gets the win. It's the most random out of nowhere. But then uh, reports are saying that Adam Cole has a concussion and he is hurt. So, that's what's happening there. A very bummer end to a fantastic match. What a great match. Uh, main event time. Tanahashi versus John Moxley. Uh, again, another injury-ruined match here. This was supposed to be CM Sucks over there versus Tanahashi. But I'm, like, you know, I'm not glad that anyone's injured. But I'm glad that we got the better match. Because Tanahashi and Moxley have been building their story for three fucking years. So we're, I'd rather have a three-year match build than a uh, two seconds. Oh, who you want to fight? I want to fight Tanahashi. CM Punk beats him, and that's it. This is for the interim AEW World Champion because he will not strip CM Punk no matter what. Because Tony Khan is in love with this man. Uh, freaking uh, Tana with the dragon screws. You know, trying to work Tana uh, uh, John Moxley's leg. Moxley with a cutter out of nowhere for a near fall. Uh, they start fighting it up on the top rope. A butterfly suplex off the top rope by um, uh, Moxley. Uh, freaking Moxley hits some strikes. You know, they go at it a little bit. Uh, freaking Cloverleaf onto Tanahashi by Moxley. That's an insult. We got a mid-rope mini senton by Tanahashi for a near fall. Uh, Moxley starts to get pissed off. He takes Tanahashi to the outside. gives him a Yuranagi through the table. Uh, freaking Tana is stomping in face like Daniel Bryan because Moxie was doing it to him earlier. Uh, we get a big sling blade attempt. Uh, he connects. Ace is high to the outside, and then Moxie, for some reason, comes up bleeding. I don't know why. Like, you see, that's what I mean. I wish blood made more sense. That's why I kind of rather it, like, just happen the hard way. 
Sometimes, because like, sometimes it makes no sense. Like, he did a crossbody to the outside. Why are you bleeding? But I do like this match. Though. That was my only criticism, I would say. So, Ace side to the outside. Gets him in. Twist a shout. Twist a shout. One more twist a shout. Moxley escapes. Hits the quick, dirty deeds. Uh, then starts doing the Daniel Bryan elbows. Uh, Tana, but then with the Kamagoi out of nowhere for a near fall. Brought up Cody Ibushi by name. I found that very interesting. Uh, hits another Aces high. Hits the high fly flow, but Moxley kicks out. I really thought this dude had it. Uh, locks Tanahashi in the bully choke. King Kong Lariat does not have any effect on Tanahashi. Then he does it again. Hits another King Kong Lariat for um, for taking him down. They hits the Death Rider for the win. Jericho Appreciation Society comes out. They all fight it out. Cesaro comes out. They all fight it out. Eddie Kingston's talking shit and refuses to get in the ring with Cesaro. And him and Cesaro start arguing. It, it, it's going nuts. But, yeah, this was an overall a very, very fun show. Uh, the pre-show, you know, whatever. It gave us more New Japan people. I was a really big fan of the opener. Because Shooter is the fucking future of New Japan. Uh, the tag team match was whatever. It was a fun match, but it was just very predictable. Uh, the Atlantic title match was really, really fun. That was almost my match of the night. Uh, Clark Connors also looked very good in that. Uh, Dudes with Attitudes versus uh, Bullet Club was really fun too. Really wish Herman was in there. Uh, Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa was uh, was a fun little match. Uh, Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy definitely had the best match of the show. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like I understand everybody was shitting on Orange, but we gotta like, like this guy can go. I don't know why people talk shit about Orange Cassidy. This guy. Remember the triple threat with Pac, Orange, and Kenny. Remember the freaking match with Pac. I st- that's still one of my top favorite AEW matches of all time. Is the match with fucking Pac. Honestly. Like, we need to stop talking shit about Orange Cassidy not being able to go. Uh, Cesaro, finally. Like I said, the number one underrated man in that company. I always said Cesaro was sneakily one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli time. He's about to get in here. Uh, freaking Zack Sabre Jr. is just a fucking man. Uh, the Fatal 4 away for the IWGP was awesome. Okada got an amazing reaction. Hopefully Adam Cole feels better. And the main event was awesome. Uh, except for those guys fighting the security on the outside. Distracted the match a little bit. But overall, I think Forbidden Door was a success. I definitely need to see this every year. Around June, call it a day. You know what I mean? This would be a fun time. Uh, Yeah, but that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time.